0: Hey, this is Matteo Lane.
1: I'm Emma Wilman,
0: and this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome to another
1: episode of Inside the Closet with Emma Wilman and Matteo Lane. Hey, Matteo, how you doing?
0: You know, I'm doing well, and thanks so much. Okay, see you guys next week. Um, <laughs> no, I'm doing well. I think uh, it's fucking a billion degrees in New York City. And so it, okay, so, it's I love Pride. It. Is, is Pride happening this year or what's going on with Pride? So,
1: Pride is supposed to be on, I think that it's supposed to, the official Pride is on line. I don't know how that's going to work. And then what they. That I got a message. I don't know. I was like, we're just supposed to march around our apartments. I truly not sure. But then I got a message from Gail, and Gail said, my, my, friend gail if you've listened to the show for a long time she was on an episode maybe two years ago but gail said that there's a lot of events happening and then i know brooklyn pride when you guys hear this brooklyn pride will be coming right up brooklyn pride is this weekend
0: oh oh, i'm out of town i think
1: yeah i i mean i'm pretty sure it's this weekend i i don't i haven't ever done anything for brooklyn besides just like a show here or there and i don't really know what the what what the agenda is but
0: um, how, okay, let's make this whole episode about pride. So I want to talk about yeah. what was your first pride experience like?
1: The first time I went to gay pride, I think I was already out of the closet and it was in, cause they definitely didn't have them. I, I the, it was the first time I would have want, gone to one would have been in Boston. And I'm pretty sure that I had gone to these rallies at the state house first. So in Boston, there was. All, like all this protesting around gay marriage, which was in like right when I was in college, it was like when gay marriage was happening. So I used to go volunteer for that. And that same, the same group that did the gay marriage stuff also was a big part of pride. So I felt like mm-hmm. really like plugged in when I went to the first Pride. I don't remember the exact first one though. I just remember being, I just remember like it being in Boston. I remember going to this, like there was this like women's I'm just putting it in quotes. Cause I think it's like opened up. To be a little more inclusive now, women's um block party on Sundays that was like a barbecue in the middle of the day. And I remember when I first went, thinking it was huge, like being like, "This is crazy! It's giant! There's people, people everywhere!" But then as I got older and would go back to it, it's literally just one block with a bunch of porta potties and like a lot of beer. But I got—I remember getting drunk at it. There was always some girl I was trying to run into over the years. And then I just lots of memories of Boston. What, what about you? What was your first one?
0: Well, I so I remember, I, again, I know we talked about this on the show, but I think that maybe you and I are one of the last generations that sometimes pride was the first time you were ever around other gay or queer people. Mm. So I remember being 19. And I, my friend Sophia took me. Sophia is one of my best friends growing up in Chicago who, you know, like a lot of gay men, you need like a strong woman to sort of rip you out of the closet. And so I had sure. a very strong Chicago <coughs> Greek woman just rip me out of the closet. And um and we had she been to pride
1: before? Was she like, "Oh, yeah, it's my stopping ground?" or was she just like Mateo? No, she had me?
0: she was going with a she used to be h r at Target in Chicago, mm. which the horror stories she's had at that. And um, she had a friend who was who worked there who was also gay. So she kind of brought us both as friends and I'd come out to her recently. So I wore a sweater because I remember it was like kind of chilly. But I remember like it was the first time I had ever been around other openly gay people ever wow so wow it was like first time Powerful. seeing drag queens for and they had the dykes on bikes remember that sure. the dykes on bikes of course. Oh, and yeah. i remember seeing just it was just so overwhelming and so much to take in like i remember like not really even being able to fully process it right. um it was just because you know like, that's what i'm saying like today i think it's so different because now it's like you, pride's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like pride is everywhere. So I just remember being so overwhelmed. That was my first pride experience. was a cloudy how day old? in Chicago with Sophia. I was probably how 18 or 19, something like that.
1: Hmm. I, I was probably like 20, 20, pretty close to that. Like Yeah, maybe 20-ish, 21. Right. No, maybe because how old are you when you go to college? 18?
0: You're 18.
1: So I guess my first one would have been 18 too did you guys go out
0: no afterwards? i mean like, afterwards mm. we just went back to sophia's i was too young i couldn't go anywhere i couldn't do anything i mean afterwards it always goes to the bars or after parties and i just wasn't right. ready I, I remember my friend micah who i went to college with i went to art school with was the first person to really like help me be comfortable in my skin he did mm. humor mm. and we went to pride together and i was way more confident with him because he had taught me it was okay to be gay. It was okay to be feminine, effeminate. It was okay. To, like all these things that you just, you know, that that's another thing that I think our generation and generations before us are still working on is processing. I'm not gonna say trauma, but processing the um, internalized homophobia. And sure. even today, every time I think I'm better, I'm like, like, oh, that thing I just said, or that thing I just did, or how I just felt is still me trying to, to become a better person.
1: That's really relatable. I think, because sometimes you'll, I'll, I'll totally get all that's, I think it's really relatable t- times when like certain things like pop up where I'll be like, Oh, that's internalized homophobia or I'm being problematic about this or that. But it's interesting when it's like internalized homophobia about your Cause I even had, this was, I, I know it was a little bit internalized homophobia, but I'm not quite sure how, but the other day, it was a little bit, it was, I was with, I was on a date and, um, same, the same woman I've been dating and she's been helping me over the weekend. She helped me with my audit. It was like, she's so, she called up United airlines and was on customer service with hold with, with them for them, maybe like oh wow four hours. And it was really nice. So we went out, I hadn't put in, I thought I had a show out in New Jersey on Saturday. I hadn't put in the veils in anywhere, but the show had gotten moved to this Saturday but um i did a couple i did a couple like shows last minute like later in the night but we went out to dinner at this pizza place in bushwick called uh rosetta's rosie's okay. some p- famous pizza place it was really good but um we ran into a friend of hers and the fr- the friend of hers was like what did the, the friend it was like someone that she work with her and she was like um she said something like, this is my date," or like something this. Is, and uh, the person went, what? And then and then kind of caught themselves and like skimmed over. It. Oh, I think it was because her and I always use so many male pronouns when we're having sex. I think she said like this is and also I asked her to be my girlfriend after she helped me with the. Oh, I see so if a girlfriend. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. And it was really nice because I was like she'd seen me in this like shitty mood and I've been complaining about my taxes so much. And I spent, the, and also we have really good boundaries with like seeing each other in New York. She was like, okay, I'll see you on this day and this day. Like, and then that's good. And then we go do our own thing. So I felt, almost felt like weird, like not asking her and I wanted to. So I asked her to be my girlfriend. So she introduced me as her, I don't know what she said, girlfriend, boyfriend, or partner, whatever it was, the person went, what? And I was like, oh God. And then my initial thing was, I felt bad for the person. Cause I was like, I felt bad that they were thrown off. I think she said girlfriend, but I, I felt bad for them even though really it's like, they shouldn't have said what in reaction to. Of course she could have said like,
0: this is my, um, this is my gender wiggly male energy, cis male energy, uh, partner in crime. And her response should have been great.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like I was, uh, yeah. That's what, that's what my girlfriend said. She was like, I mean, you could literally introduce me as like, this is my potato. And then some, but someone should be like, Oh, I great. Was trying to give but, you a little
0: more credit than a potato.
1: But, yeah. Yeah. I was like, you're, are a french fry. But God she sake. didn't, <laughs> yeah. she didn't, she didn't catch that her friend said what or her acquaintance said what. So I was like, but I was like, it's okay. I was like, I actually don't mind about that. I was like, I actually just felt weird that I threw them off so much. Cause I think they were trying to, And then I was like, look, I'm not fishing for, when I say I sometimes think I'm weird looking, I'm not fishing for confidence. I was like, look, I've got got good features, my skin's cleared up. Like I have good features. I'm not saying I think I'm bad looking. That's a subjective thing. Anyway, I'm just saying I don't necessarily fit in the norm of what is considered quote unquote, like attractive by men look like this, women look like this. Like maybe I'm saying it wrong, but I'm not fishing. I think people then think that I'm fishing for confidence. They're like, no, you're good looking. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not saying I don't think I'm good looking. I'm just saying I don't fit in with the quite, how the well, norm that,
0: you bring up something that's interesting sometimes when we're just trying to talk about ourselves or our struggles people want right. to shut you down by just like it, it's almost when you say those things about yourself that the response people say you're good looking that people they're just saying i don't want to listen whatever you you're think? about to say i don't want to listen to you
1: And I understand too. I'm like, I'm like, I I appreciate that. I was like, I I totally, and I understand why someone would say that they, that that is what I was looking for. But I'm like, no, no, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm bad looking or I'll say, look, look, I'm a niche taste. Like Mm -hmm. if someone is, if someone for like the type of people that find me, look, someone could find me attractive. Sure. But the type of people that are like sexually attractive to me, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a niche taste, you know, and that's not a bad thing. I'm just, it is what it is. And then people would, like, no, what would no. your like, What yes. would your
0: mother say to you if you said, Ma, I don't feel good looking today?
1: Well, I never say I don't feel good looking. I would just say, like, I, like, don't necessarily fit in with the norm of, like, presentation. But if I said I don't nope. feel good looking, she'd be like, you're very attractive. You have a very attractive, good features. You've got a strong jaw, you know. But, like, I do, I mean, there's times I've not felt attractive if I have, had, like, skin problems or I don't feel comfortable of with like, my weight. But that's different. That's not what I'm talking about. Now I'm, now i mm, that that's that's different from when I'm but it was definitely internalized homophobia when I felt like that. I was like, oh well,
0: I didn't s- mean this. Speaking of health and feeling good looking, all this stuff. Yesterday I had um a snack with Yamanika Saunders. You guys know Yamanika, she's one of nice. my best friends. Yeah, what show. kind of snack? There's this place called by the seller called Surreal Creamery. And mm. it's ice cream that looks like a fucking Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss fucked a Ben and Jerry's. Uh, fucked a um uh Alice in Wonderland like it's like th- it's such a crazy looking dessert hmm. so Yam and I saw it and we were like well we got to go get one so we got one sure. I ate all of it yeah it, well, it nearly just de- it nearly destroyed me I feel hung over today I texted Yamanika I was like I literally feel like that ice cream was trying to ruin my life and she wrote back one word same and you don't get really? one-word reactions from Yamanika. I, it was, like, it was. same. Was it so much ice cream, or was it just... What do
1: you think it was? Well, because it's, it's like I up? got...
0: Yeah, I got something called the Chocolate Blackout. So Ooh. they've had, like, chocolate. And I think there was, like, seven Oreos in there. And then they put, like, God, Cocoa Dang. Puffs in there. And, I mean, I just... I kept eating it because it was so good. I kept trying to share it with everybody at the seller. I was like,
1: take it, please take some. Right.
0: And no one would take it. And so I just sat there and ate it all.
1: Well, that's the one thing too, with sugar. Like when you start having sugar, you're like more sugar, more sugar, more sugar. Seven Oreos. Woo.
0: Let me tell you, I don't drink. And I feel like I woke up this morning hungover.
1: We're craving sweets last week. Remember you were like, I really. Weren't
0: yes. You I acai bowls and i also had an acai bowl yesterday and i had mexican food yesterday and i went to a dining with marie and sydney after uh, knitting factory
1: <sighs> you gotta here's the thing you gotta it's it's all right because like i had what i was like i went out to eat a bunch this weekend too and also i wasn't working out because i was doing i usually do a workout class more workout classes but i've been doing the audit so i was like I'll just like get up, start working on the audit. And because now I know what I need to do. So I have to just like do it. That's just really time consuming. So I haven't been doing my workouts and I, it's only been 10 days. And I looked at myself and I went, I was like, what the fuck? Why is it? Can't I just coast for a while? Like, I, why, why do I have to continually work out? Like, can't it, can't I just like, I would like to keep the same muscle definition and not have to always be fucking working out.
0: First of all, let me just two things. One, not to go back to what we were just talking about, but you honestly, genuinely, right now, if you guys follow us on the Patreon, you've never looked better.
1: You look oh, it great. great. Appreciate but that. But also, too,
0: that's like our own body dysmorphia. It's like I think if I don't work out for three days, then my body's gone. It's like no, you're just so hyper aware of what you look like and your goals. You're also trying how to you achieve.
1: Feel too. It's how you feel. You make me. You know. Feel. Like Emma, like- I'm
0: going to say something for Pride Month that sure. I don't know if we say enough to each other. I really appreciate you as a friend, and I think you're so special, and I love you very
1: Likewise. much. Likewise, I'm so I'm so proud of you that and that we've been sticking <laughs> it out, just hacking away. You know, hacking away. I one of these days. Kid-
0: one of these days, we're going to pop. We're going to be the biggest podcast in the world.
1: <laughs> I ran into this kid, and he was like, he was like, "You're not in." Um, la anymore and i was like no i was just out there for a little bit and then COVID happened he was like yeah and then he mentioned this really famous person he was like yeah you guys kind of moved out at the same time and i thought of both of you guys as like being like people that i was like yeah you're gonna be in la and just like be everywhere and i was like yeah i was like well he is and they were like yeah and i was like yeah i was like all right i'll see you around motherfucker but they didn't mean anything <laughs> by i was like I was like you're doing great i was like oh, yeah you know it's, it is what it is so I, i'm working on it you know just just trying to try to regroup i'm regrouping i am re- going through my fucking audit of 2018 no i'm like damn that was a good year and i did not appreciate that shit
0: i mean when you sent me the highlighted thing from the bad smoothies we got that one day yeah because that the was a right that off- remember that's that's you going through a fucking audit is that You highlighted when we got smoothies once. I don't remember where we were.
1: We were in Philly and we hated them. We we went to get smoothies before the show in Philly because I'm going through stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, right off because it was before we performed in Philly. So I was like, what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to take the power back instead of being like, oh, I'm just about to get fucked. This is going to, I was like, I'm like, no, you know what? No, everything I was doing that year was going back into my work and I'm going to actually go through and prove it. So, so when I'm going through stuff, it's like, yeah, before, when we were at our show in Philly, first of all, we took the train, then Gail drove us. Then we got Gail dinner. Then we got ourselves dinner. And then we went and got smoothies at fuel. And, and I know this because I, I see the little credit card activity. It's like, boop, 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 boop. and then we went back to Gail's in Jersey. We went to McDonald's at some point, And then we went to the grocery store the next day. So it's like, ch. So those were all, those are all technically work expenses because we were doing it on a work trip. You know what I mean?
0: I know what you mean.
1: Yeah. I remember those smoothies because they were shitty smoothies. Remember?
0: Oh, we hated that place. Fuel and something else was it called? Hated it. By the way, I don't know if you've noticed, I laid out for like 10 minutes and um, I am like four shades darker. Because I'm going to Italy this weekend, and I want to get a little bit of tan before I go, and I forgot that I tan very quickly. Uh, hence the Latin Mediterranean blood in me. And now, what, a,
1: what about not? Do, why would you not just do a spray tan?
0: Uh, I don't because I'm going to be on the beach, so I wanted to just give myself. A, I haven't been tan in years. I don't remember the last time I, I hate I was tan. spray
1: tans. Every time I try to do it, I fuck it up, but. I, all right, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna be right back. We're back. So you go to Italy on you go to Italy this weekend. Sunday. Holy shit, that's gonna be so incredible. Even being on a flight for that long is gonna be so surreal. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's going to be, uh, oh, it's going to be crazy. I think I, 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 yeah, it hasn't quite hit me. I have such a fucking crazy busy week. Yeah. I mean, today's Monday. It's almost done. Forget about it. Like it's like, and then tomorrow's almost over. Wednesday's almost over Friday. I'm doing two shows at the bell house, both sold out. Um, and I'm just trying to prepare for that. And then I took Mm -hmm. off Saturday because I leave Sunday. So Saturday Smart. is just like my packing day. I'm going to play Fortnite, like just sort of relax and unwind before I have to like get my bootstraps on and fuck it up.
1: I think that that COVID this COVID time taught me more about self-care because I now, when I was looking at my thing from um, 2018, I was like I never fucking took nights. I never was like taking nights or time off where it's like when I would travel someplace, and would be like, land, go do the thing, do the things I'm there for, leave, but, like take a red eye. And it's like, now if I have, if I go away for something, I'm trying to build in doing that like a day, the day before big, be like, okay, I'm packing. Or when I get back in, go do some self-care thing. You know, if I can, if obviously something pops up that I need to take, you know, like making money comes first for, but it's like you know, trying to like build in that thing. So it's like, you just have a little bit of wiggle room so you can take care of your, not be strung out. That's the word I'm looking for. You know what I mean?
0: Do you mind if I... uh, Do you think that our listeners will mind if I ask a really nerdy inside baseball... Do it. ...comedy comics question? Yes. How do you feel about doing comedy showcasing, like, let's say you're in the city on Friday and Saturday nights?
1: How do I feel about it?
0: Yes, because I'm doing stand-up every single night. and once it. it I love it. Once it it gets... No, 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 not not so much about love it, but, like, I want to dissect it because... I find I get less work done as a comedian on a Friday, Saturday night than I do um, Sunday to Thursday. Because so the Sunday
1: nights, totally agree. Like Sunday night, like I hadn't put in my, I didn't put in avails for the seller because I was, I was like leaving things like pretty open and I wanted to just be doing audit stuff. So it's like, I'm just going to kind of like do, I hadn't, I, I did, I did have two shows last night, but it was like kind of like just like, it was like between, I had a spot at seven and a spot at 740. So I was done at 815. And it was so productive. It was more productive than a normal Friday, Saturday show for sure. Hands Friday, Saturday are the least productive days.
0: I think that's what I mean. Because and, it, and they're fun. They're fun nights, but they're definitely yeah. showcase nights. In other words, mm-hmm. I'm not here to be um this is just my experience. But, like, I did a show at 8 o'clock on Saturday. It was, like, a little calm. Then I had a 12.55 a.m. spot. I've not had a spot this late since the pandemic started. I got on that stage at very high energy, right, in the room. But it was almost like I was in panic mode where, like, I just kind of, like, blew through my jokes because the the energy in the room was so un... um, It was so... Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They were drunk, and sometimes it's like the uh, the shows have been really good, but sometimes it's like it's almost like people have forgotten how to be audience members. I'm like, sure, you're acting like a bunch of fucking animals. Like you've never totally. I understand we're all excited to get out of the house and 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 do this, etc. Blah, blah blah. Calm the fuck down. What are you, why are you totally. talking during the middle of a show? Uh
1: you know why people are talking during a show because they had been watching Netflix at home and you can say whatever you want when you're at your house. You know what I mean?
0: Right. And that's what I said to that one. There was that one group of girls last week that heckled me. And that's exactly what I said to her. Mm. I said, you know, we were, we were home for a year. Couldn't give our, get out of our house. Right. We were forced to watch Netflix. And now I finally get to do shows again. Why are you acting like I'm Netflix?
1: Right. Right that you know, and you know what it actually just made me think of something i had actually wanted to like say out loud and i haven't said out loud and i don't know if this is mean but it, this i could be totally wrong but a lot of people have been saying like oh i forgot how to act when i go out in public but now that I, i'm thinking about it people look out in public definitely they are there is like uh, an electric energy but it's not like everyone was so wonderful out in public you know the rest of our lives you know what i mean right
0: not like before the pandemic it was like Cheers and hello, and exactly. Get in my card and p- p- p-
1: right. Because I bet it's also I bet I bet like if there was a late night show, people were drinking. You know, last year before we were inside for a year, you would have just been like, "Oh yeah, it's Saturday late." But now it's like, "What are we, what is this? What are you guys? Why is everyone so drunk and chatty? Like, what's what is this? Seems weird." Because I've mm. only done one. I think I've only done one. Oh, wait, I don't think I've done any spot past midnight. I was going to. I got it switched. But I did something. There there was one show I did where people were like drunk. And I was like, wow, you guys are fucking hammered. And it was eight o'clock on Friday, I think.
0: On a, on a Saturday night show, the late show, I was waiting in the hallway right before you go on stage. Mm-hmm. I was watching Yam. Yam was before me. And this drunk girl comes down the stair- stairs because oh, of the no. cellar. You have to come down the stairs, go in, and go right. through the room to go, go to the, the bathroom. bathroom.
1: And if you guys so haven't she- been, it's intense. So you go down the stairs, and you literally go and it doesn't seem intense because we're used to it. But like you go and you have to walk in front of the stage to go to the bathroom. So there's always a moment where they ask the person standing in the hall, "They go, where's the bathroom?" And then you go it's around the corner.
0: Right, go and go around. Her. So I'm watching Yamanika. This girl comes up to me. She's so drunk she can barely like. She's you you. To and she kept doing like bathroom <laughs> and then her friend i've never seen this before her friend comes down the stairs walks in front of her grabs her by her hair like the old caveman cartoons and goes let's go and drags her to the bathroom like that and i was like what did i just watch
1: jesus was she trying to be like shut up don't talk to people or was she like Yes like... I
0: mean she was trying to tell her like shut the fuck up But I mean she also grabbed her By her hair not like to the point where she was Physically hurt but I've never seen anyone get sure. pulled by their Hair she had two very Perfectly good hands that she could have Now that were hanging by she... her side That could have been held and the he girl picked hand, Her bitch. hair they ended up did getting she... Kicked out because they were so drunk Really,
1: Kicked out of the upstairs oh Like the whole
0: the whole Place
1: did She grabbed her hair like, okay. so if you're having sex with a girl and you're or anyone with long hair, you need to grab the hair close to the scalp. So it just pulls the scalp because
0: she grabbed it it lower. Like she had hair that went down to like maybe like her waist. So she just pulled the hair by the waist and pulled like she was like ringing a bell.
1: So that is not if that's that is not uh, that girl doesn't fuck people with long hair because if you are with someone with long hair I mean it's a little bit different if, if someone has a weave in it then there's different rules too but it's like you have to go close to this you need to be gripped close to the scalp otherwise this is no 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 no, they wait now that you say this I actually remembered two Mondays ago this is actually this is actually really funny I was doing a show and there was a girl um from summer house there and a lot of the hannah burner was a comedian on the show and there were a lot of people there to see her which i didn't realize i just remember getting on stage and being like it's a lot of young women like it was like a very female heavy audience noticeably so there was a girl up front and i saw her and i just clocked her that she had a lazy eye like i was like okay so i didn't think anything of it and then i got off stage and i said to the next comedian going up i was like hey just so you know There's a girl directly in front of the stage. Like she might catch your eye, you know, just, you know, she has a lazy eye or something's going on. And I only said that just in case the comedian, I didn't want the comedian to think this girl's drunk and then start being like, what's up. So then the manager came over and then the waitress came over and go, actually, we think she's fucking hammered. And I was like, is she hammered or is she having a lazy eye? And then another comedian goes, she has a lazy eye. And they were like, and I was like, I agree. I think she's lazy eye. And they're like, I don't know. So we all four of us, into the showroom and as we were all like tilting looking you see the girl and her body is still but her head starts going like weaving like she was going to throw
0: uh-huh. up
1: and I was like wait I was like but her body's not moving and then the manager was like she's drunk I'm getting her out it was probably it wasn't that late he was like this is a liability she could throw up and like we got to get her out like and then yeah. so he was right but I was like then I was like I'm going to die if she has a if she's not drunk, I feel so bad. And then he went up and when she was like walking out, I was trying to look at her eye and I still don't know. I mean, either way she was drunk, but she also maybe was drunk and had a lazy eye, but she was <laughs> belligerent. I mean, if it was all from drinking, then she was, she was so drunk. She wasn't talking. Like it was literally like, cause I remember seeing her on stage and her head was, I, I, I mean, I hope this isn't, I, I thought she was maybe also autistic. Like that's what I thought was going on. So I didn't, because have you ever had a bad experience where someone, I had an experience once where someone yelled out a couple times during the show and then I started being like, what the fuck? And then it turns out it was a college that a lot of kids at the college had Tourette's and the school's like known mm-hmm. for that. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I, if I had known that, I obviously wouldn't have been like, uh, what the fuck? I would have like joked around more.
0: Well, cause comics are already sort of on edge because audience members sure. have just, they've they've left us with PTSD for so much. But right. last night, I had a, I, I had a show at knitting factory and there was a, a woman in the front row, arms crossed, wouldn't smile, wouldn't laugh, wouldn't eee. just the biggest stink face. And so I, Finally went up to her and I was like, "Are you not having a good time?" And she was like, "Uh." And I was like, I, 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 "Is there? Are you okay?" She goes, "I don't want to talk about it." I said, "Okay, that's fair." I said, "Well, um, let's try and get you in a better mood. You've been miserable this whole time." You I know, mean, I'm always right. very nice, so I was like, "What cooking?" Because I was talking about the British Bake Off. I said, "What are your favorite cooking shows?" She goes, "Sure." Nailed it. And I said, "Okay, nailed it." So I said, "Let me just call Nicole Byer." So that was I nice of you. I FaceTime Nicole, Nicole picks up, she's dying because obviously there's a huge audience, right? And everyone's now everyone in the audience is clapping. Nicole's laughing. They're laughing. Nicole's in the middle of doing her makeup. And I said, Nicole, she goes, yes. I said, there's a, there's a lady here who is having a really bad time at this show. And she won't laugh at any of my jokes, but she said that you're her favorite tv show so i said i would call you and then nicole i put the mic up to nicole, nicole goes why the fuck isn't she laughing at my friend's jokes and then everyone died and then <laughs> i said to the lady like, come here you can come meet nicole Bayer. so i brought her to the front of the stage and nicole's like what's the matter and she was like i don't want to talk about it and nicole's like did you what have a breakup fuck? she goes she goes no she goes you get fired no and then she goes i just don't want to talk about it and nicole goes okay oh, she on, goes come well, on lady I know Nicole goes. Well, laugh at my friend's jokes. God damn it! And then everyone laughed, and then she laughed, and her friend recorded her. So it was like, but I was like, the work I had to go through to, to get, get a this chuckle. woman to smile to go to a comedy show. I get that you're in a bad mood, but like, look, certain things do not go to. You can go to a movie in a bad mood. The movie will sure. play, and it doesn't matter what kind of mood That's you're right. in. Someone press play, it'll eventually yeah. end. Sitting in the Singing, back, concert. Do come, some people go to concerts because they're in bad moods. But do not go to a comedy show with a bad mood. And then oh, don't, what? when you say that your favorite TV show's nailed it and I introduced you to Nicole Byer, don't continue to be in a bad mood.
1: And what the hell was going, the more she says, I don't want to talk about it, the more it's like,
0: so what's going on? I, I mean, that's none of my business, but it was really, Nicole Byer killed <laughs> via the phone. She
1: just, that's, she could have said like, yeah, I'm just having a bad day. Anything about being like, I don't wanna talk about it, I don't wanna talk about, it, I wanna talk about it. It's like, all right, so now I, and want I went
0: to above day. and beyond to make this one a better mood. That's yeah. also how insecure I am that I need so that I need that kind of affirmation from a complete stranger.
1: She thank you at the end.
0: Uh, no, but she what you could tell that it moved her into a better mood. I mean, the whole audience was like dying.
1: I mean also I was thinking. It's like, imagine someone was sitting up front at a strip club with their arms folded. Like, what are the, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's. I mean, I, it's just a lot. It's like, all right, well, if you can't, you know, nod to the beat a little bit, like go to the back and, and get kept right.
0: up or and don't come back. don't come in. If you're in a really or bad mood, and you don't want to see comedy. Just don't come in.
1: Right. Yeah, don't come in. I agree. Come or, on. I did, I did this show last night and the girl, there was a girl to the left of the stage and she was like, I, she had a really like raspy laugh and I was like you have a great laugh and then she was like thank you and she had a really raspy voice I was like you have a great voice like you, like you've really raspy voice and she was like actually I was bartending all weekend at a gay bar and I was yelling and um I lost my voice she's like my voice doesn't normally sound like that. and I was like so you were bartending all weekend and you can't and she was like yeah I got off my shift and I came she was by herself so I came straight to the comedy club I just wanted to just chill out and get my mind off my work before I go home and go to bed. And I was like, that's awesome. Like good for you. That's cool.
0: Yeah. That I can appreciate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, that I appreciate because look, everybody has different reasons for why they go to comedy clubs and music shows and stuff. I can't expect everyone to be in a good mood, but if I can see your arms face folded, and arms folded. Um, well, we sort of reached the end of our episode today. Yes.
1: Yes. So you're going to be, and we're gonna do two we're gonna do some episodes on Thursdays to have some episodes stored up while Mateo is away so he can enjoy you can enjoy your time. Now, are you gonna do any comedy while you're there or no?
0: No, 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 no. Good for I, you. I need a proper vacation. So I'm going to have a proper, proper vacation.
1: I'm so happy for you.
0: Oh thank you so much.
1: Absolutely. Thank we'll you Make, guys make sure as to like for, and subscribe yeah, and listen to like our, and our
0: Patreon. We do every single week and yes. uh, we will see you guys soon. A
1: podcast network.